0: Hello and welcome to Simon is Pro Wrestling Show. It's a pleasure to have you all here again. Thank you so much for joining me. And yeah, we're going to talk about WWE Money in the Bank to begin with. We're going to get on to Raw, but I just went through Raw, which I actually thought was quite a decent show. I quite enjoyed it. I thought there was nothing overly amazing, but I had a good time watching it. So I was like, well, I can't get too mad at that because if I enjoyed myself, what, you know, as you know, a positive peak too. I'm not saying there weren't some confusing things on there, Bobby Lashley, Lana and Tyres. <laughs> but overall, when it was done, it does always feel a little bit longer without a crowd. But that's like, we can't, you've got to just accept things for what they are at some stage. And I think that's what, but when we got to the end of it, I was like, I have no idea how money in the bank is going to work. I love the concept. Now, don't get me wrong. I absolutely love the concept. If you don't know, they it's already filmed. It's already shot. So we already have our Money in the Bank winners, and we'll find out in a couple of weeks. But they're going to start outside of Stanford HQ, which is the WWE uh, main office building, and they're going to fight all the way up to the roof where there'll be a ring, and they'll try and get the Money in the Bank briefcase. But the thing is, you have people like Alistair Black on Raw saying things like, well, I'm going to make sure that every single level in the office block is going to be my opponent's personal hell and you're like but why wouldn't you just go straight to the roof (laughs) why would you go straight to the roof and just get the briefcase so i'm massively intrigued to see how this is going to play out but i do think that wwe should introduce some kind of a structure or some kind of pre-rules for us to accept or uh, anticipate before we actually sit down I uh, sit down with uh, with the actual money in the bank in a couple of weeks because yeah I don't <laughs> I have no idea what it's going to be and how it's going to work because it is going to get a bit silly. I don't know how many floors there are in Stanford, Connecticut, HQ, but if it's like 20 floors, I don't got ding, have a fight, ding, have a fight. And there's two of them as well. Don't forget, this actually probably would have worked better if the men's one was a normal money in the bank and the women's was the HQ or vice versa, but we're doing two. And I certainly don't want to fall into this pattern because I think once you've seen one, if... With one, you can probably get away with going to every single floor, but in the other one, you 100 percent want to do something different, right? So I think some people are got to go straight to the roof. Some people are going to go straight to the roof if they don't. I don't think we I, I kind of think it will be it will stretch a little bit long, as we have seen with some of the other cinematic things that WWE has done. So they really need to tell us <laughs> how, how this works. because why? and also why are you starting from the bottom? I know why? because it's funny. And somebody came up with the idea and went, oh, yeah, that will work. But I, I need more than that as well. I think there's an opportunity here to make this. I don't think the money in the bank stipulation had run out of steam because the cash ins are always so good. You get excited, especially if your favorite wrestler holds on to the briefcase. But I do think that it would have. I think there's more you can do with this. Um, and I think it would be a great way to keep the money in the bank a bit fresh before it does get stale. Like you take a stipulation like the Elimination Chamber, you know, okay, maybe it's a little bit stale now although a cinematic Elimination Chamber could be great. But... I don't think you just want to rest on your laurels. I think you want to come up with new ideas. So fingers crossed, that's what WWE is going to do. But yes, as of right now, we have absolutely no clue how this is going to work. Nobody has told us. Probably because they must know because they've been filmed. And the big question is, who do you want to win Money in the Bank? At the moment, um, in the men's, we've got Daniel Bryan, Apollo Crews, Alistair Black, and somebody else, the life of me, I can't remember, Rey Mysterio. Thank you, Brain. And in the women's, we've got Dana Brooke- and I can't think of anybody else. Maybe nobody else has been announced and I'm being confused. I think Alistair Black should win the men's one. I think Sasha Banks should win the women's one. Just to uh, drag that conversation shorter than it needs to be. Who knows? Who knows? I don't mind Daniel Bryan winning it. I don't mind Apollo Crews winning it, which you may roll your eyes at. But look, if we're actually going to start pushing Apollo Crews, push him. Give him something to actually you know sink his teeth into. So yeah, i got no problem with that whatsoever. But we'll see. We, we, we shall see. But I would like... Some some kind of spin on this whole HQ thing. I think that would just give the money in the bank this year an extra bit of uh, razzmatazz. Um, but I'm excited about it. A lot of people roll their eyes going, oh, so stupid. Look, needs must. And I appreciate the fact that WWE's backs are against the wall at the moment. And they're coming out with new ideas. We've said for ages we wanted Raw, SmackDown, pay-per-views to feel fresh. I wouldn't necessarily say fresh is the right word because lack of fans takes that freshness away. But there are lots, of, a lot of creativity is coming out the other side, and I like it. And it makes me more excited about Money in the Bank than maybe I would have been otherwise if it had been the standard match, match, ma- oh ladder, you know ladder match, 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 ladder match structure. It's different. And there's nothing wrong with different, even if it sucks, because you can try and then, you know, you can learn as much from your failures as you do your successes. So, yes, but that's what WWE is not telling you about money in the bank. How it makes any sense in whatsoever. But maybe it's not meant to make sense. Maybe it's meant to be like the Viking Raiders in a car singing carpool karaoke. I didn't realize how much this had annoyed people until after I'd done ups and downs today. And again, if you're watching live, 2 p.m., what culture wrestling, make sure you head over there. Also, shout out to Pins and Knuckles, pinsandknucklesmerch.com, support Simon and Pro Wrestling podcast. Make sure you check them out. They can help you out when it comes to merchandise, I promise. But I didn't look, I'm not saying it was the best thing I've ever seen. A couple of Viking dudes eating chicken wings and, and singing. But look, I don't necessarily look, I I I, I mean we me start again. The, the War Raiders, yes, much better presentation on this tag team. But we're not doing that within WWE. So if, I'm, if my choices are a couple of guys pretending to be Vikings, which I don't like, or a couple of guys who are goofing off in a car but will still kick your ass in the ring, I'll go for that one. Now, it was very out of nowhere. It was not explained. I still don't understand why it happened. But I laughed and I was entertained by it. It doesn't mean it's going to be good for their careers. It doesn't mean it's going to be good for the team. It doesn't mean it's going to give them any kind of legitimacy but i enjoyed that 30 45 second more than i have done a lot of you know when they were standing in a dark room going we will pillage your town and kill your children which is what vikings used to do let's let's not forget that but yeah, that seems to be the big controversy coming out of, of of Raw. And I really, I thought I changed the channel by accident when it happened because it was so out of nowhere, but I wasn't offended by it. Some people seem massively offended by it. And we've ruined the Viking Raiders. They're dead. I think that's true. And also I like to, I think we jump on things too much. So I'm trying to let things play out a little bit more. Shout out to my man Daz4785 in the super chat. Hand on the heart when you give me a super chat because you're nice people. Uh, Simon, no hair, don't care, 24-7. Yeah, lol, missed you on here. Well, now I'm back. And we're partying again, whatever that means. And a Marty Huck fan three in the super chat says, do you think WWE needs some sort of ambience during Raw and SmackDown? Maybe it's just me, but I'm noticing the silence more and more. Actually, I'm noticing it more less. I'm actually noticing it less and less. You are still correct. But I realized when I sat down to Raw last night or this morning, I just knew it was going to be there. So I wasn't even paying attention to the silence, which is a good lyric. You should use it in your songs. (laughs) It's difficult because... AEW does it better when it comes to atmosphere and ambience but then there's questions around that as well should these people be sat in a ring not going to talk about that today again no politics nothing like that you can also argue should WWE pump in chants a lot of people say well that would be stupid but the Premier League's talking about doing it the football over here in England somebody has presented the idea well look if we do play behind closed doors why don't we just pump in cheers and sounds and have a guy and when someone scores yeah boo so you're literally doing it for the audience at home of course it's going to be ridiculous But like my man on multi-hike fan 3 says, if it's going to make you enjoy what you're watching more, maybe it is worth it. I don't know. It's something to debate. Debate it in the comments. Let me know. Yes, no. Up, down. I'll make sure I read some of them out. Uh, Shelby Lynn, the super chat says, can you imagine if you're sitting in your office across the way working and look out your window and that's what you see in the office beside you? Brilliant, Shelby absolutely brilliant and of course she's referencing the money in the bank uh, office match this is why i think it would be good if wwe kind of utilize i think there's a few things just missing at the moment and we still have two weeks but i feel like we could be uh, there's something else we can do i don't know what that is so you're allowed to roll your eyes at me that's fine but there is something else here And I'm hoping that WWE just hasn't told us yet, but we will find out. My man, Dam Lemley, the super chat says, Money in the Bank can have some funny moments with random people seen in passing. Yeah, I mean, they should probably take the mick out of the old uh, WWE attitude ad, or WF attitude advert as well, because that was shot in Stanford HQ. They should go in the gym, just for my benefit, because I've always wanted to see that gym properly, and it's hard to online. They should do all of that stuff. They should go into the big prop warehouse if it's close as well, because you know that fans are going to dig it. I'm excited about it. Simple as that. I'm excited about it. Uh, In the comments as well, someone says it's impossible to watch these empty arena shows. They are crap. I mean, they're crap because there's no sound. I thought Raw was okay. Genuinely, some people forget when it comes to ups and downs. And I use this because it's a good way to show off the review tactic. So we'll get to the end of the uh, end of ups and downs. And it'll be like eight ups and one down. And people go, it wasn't that good. I'm like, no, you have to judge segments on its own merits. You can still have a show that has eight ups and ones down, but overall sucked if that one down was terrible. But you still have to judge each segment on its own merit. It's not fair that you say something was crap just because the segment before was crap. And I thought this episode of Raw was very easy to watch. Nothing amazing, but you know, in and by itself really, really good. I think WWE is treating Drew McIntyre perfectly. It has been a long time since we had a guy who was pushed to the top babyface in the company, becomes the WWE champion, and doesn't get annihilated within weeks. That's usually what happens. Kane usually comes out and beats up the new WWE champion. Here, Drew McIntyre, albeit is beating up people maybe we would rather didn't see him get beat up, that being Zelina Vega's group, but their role right now, much like the League of Nations was, but I think we're doing it better here, is to make Drew McIntyre look smart, look strong, and look down devastating and i think that's more important no disrespect to them than whatever the plan for andrade austin theory and angel gaza is they'll be fine once they find their place if we're serious about making drew into the guy you have to tell the casual viewers who admittedly aren't watching now so that's a bit of a head a head uh, screw but whatever that he is your guy and wwe hasn't done that in ages so i am uh i i'm all for this i think I like Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre as a program. I don't like the setup because I feel like WWE's fallen into a routine now of just going, hey, you want to fight? Oh, yeah, I want to fight. Or, oh, I beat you up. Do you want to fight? Well, yes, I do because I want my revenge. The reason I like Brock Lesnar versus um, Drew McIntyre so much was we had the Royal Rumble and we had the dominance of Lesnar and we had the unfulfilled potential of Drew McIntyre. You know, there were all these things building up. Whereas Roman Reigns versus Goldberg, which of course we didn't get, but I liked Roman Reigns versus Goldberg on paper. I did, but I didn't like the build because there was no build. It was like, fight? Yeah, fight. And I don't want WWE to go too far in that direction. For example, on SmackDown, we've got Carmella and Dana Brooke versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. How do they get into this? Can we have a fight? Yeah, you can have a fight. It's not bad, really, because if you want to take professional wrestling as real, that is likely how a lot of these things would go down. With that said, I I like the wackiness the wackiness is the wrong word. I like the uh the structure that I like what professional wrestling is, where there are the only rules that you have are the rules that you inflict on yourself. So that's not great, but I do like the idea. And I like the opening segment. And I like the fact that, again, Drew McIntyre never ever got screwed over by the bad guys. The bad guys, are like it's, the baby faces look smart and strong, like I say. So I think it's good. I think it's good. Non-WWE guy in the super chat says, and again, if you want to get involved, please do drop me a super chat. Two NXT questions. One, how do you think Killer Cross will change in WWE? Well, they've changed his name already. He's not called Killer, which I understand. You can't be called Killer if you want to license products and stuff. I don't know really. I don't know much about Killer Cross. I obviously saw his working impact, but outside of that, I don't really know his, uh, his remit, but I'm sure he'll do well. How he'll change, I don't know. I mean, he will be more of a WWE guy because they like you to run their plays, as Triple H has said before. But I think he'll do well as long as you get a good push in NXT. You'll, you know, you're you're, you're on your way. I think we forget about that sometimes. And number two, what do you expect from his feud with Champa? Well, you know, Champa is like. Um, a gateway dude now in NXT. So I'm sure that he will just be uh, just be awesome. Just be awesome to be completely honest. And yeah, open the door for Killer Cross to come in, let the fans know what he's all about. And it doesn't affect Champa because he's now Tommaso Champa, which is fine. Uh, yeah so I enjoyed the opening segment I enjoyed all the money in the bank qualifying matches too Apollo Cruz versus MVP you know Apollo Cruz just whooped his ass which is what it, I mean, it was back and forth but you know Apollo Cruz got the clean win and if we are trying to finally get Apollo Cruz over that's what you're going to do It's the same tactics with uh, with Drew Ray Mysterio versus Buddy Murphy was the best thing on the show from a, a wrestling point of view I thought I loved it. Rey Mysterio is some kind of alien that he can still wrestle that well in his mid-40s. And Buddy Murphy is underrated still. It's kind of a shame he's not really that affiliated with Seth Rollins anymore. It's probably because they're just filming all this stuff as best as they can. But it was just good. And I don't even mind that Buddy Murphy lost. That's when you know when you're fighting someone who's got proper, uh, a proper legacy. Uh, he lives to Rey Mysterio. I'm like Of course he would. He's Rey Mysterio. I don't care about that. And that goes to show that you've, you've constructed a good baby face too. Because, yeah, I, I don't mind the fact that, uh, you know, Buddy Murphy should really be in that ladder match. But I don't mind that he's not. I really, really don't. And Aleister Black versus Austin Theory, I thought, was good, too. I thought Aleister Black was superb in that match. He, I'm not saying he carried Austin Theory, but he was certainly in control. And him, I think he should be running the bank. As we said earlier, I do. My choice would be Aleister Black. I feel like WWE feels like they have something with him. But we need to put him in a position to capitalize on that. And we should do that by giving him money in the bank. So many other people have benefited from it. Not everybody. Damien Sandow, no. Uh, who else had it that sucked with it? I mean, Braun Strowman wasn't great with it. There was somebody else as well, which I can't remember. But, you know, if you've uh, got the right intentions. And Aleister Black cash-in, I think, with the right crowd, obviously, would uh, w- would be great. So, yeah, I enjoyed all of those. Uh, as for Nia Jax versus Kyrie Sane, here's the thing. And we talk about this on Ups and Downs as well. As it transpires now, and I didn't know this before I recorded my video this morning, it seems like Kairi Sane's contract is up. So that makes a lot more sense to me. If Kairi Sane has decided to leave the country, uh, the the company and go back to Japan, then yes, it makes sense why you'd have Nia Jax beat her up for a couple of weeks. If I had known that, I would have changed my tune, much as I'm doing now. Because uh, that's basically what happened for a second week in a row. As for... The thing that I know people want me to talk about, and I will scoot through it as quickly as possible, because if you watch my stuff before, you'll understand why. Yes, there was a spot where Nia Jack picked up Kairi Sane and threw her into the bottom turnbuckle, and it looked absolutely vicious. And everyone goes off on Nia Jax. I'm not doing that, because I don't know what the idea was. I am a wrestler, not a very good one, but I am a wrestler, and I see people all the time having these conversations about the bumps they're going to take, and the person taking the bump goes... Just do whatever you want. I don't care. Chuck me as hard as you can. I want it to look good. So it's not fair to then yell at the other guy for doing what the other person wanted. I'm not saying that somebody else shouldn't step in and go, "Um, we're trying to protect each other. If that's not the case, then yes, it was an incredibly dangerous spot that made me go... I hated it. It scared the crap out of me. But you see people jumping down Nia Jax's throat. And I don't think that's fair because we don't know what the conversation was. And I'd like to get away from that as, uh, let's call myself a wrestling journalist. I'm not, but let's call myself that. I think far too many wrestling journalists are dangerous. We don't know. We don't know what Kyrie Sane said to her. Um, and I just, I just don't think it's fair. But I was more upset that Kyrie Sane had lost. But now Kyrie Sane is leaving. I'm like, okay, that's what we do. That's what happens when people leave companies, of course, because they're no longer your asset. Uh, Oscar and her are still great I would always have good memories of them both Uh, it was was the same with the Shayna Baszler versus Indy Hartwell I think her name was I'd never heard of her which I know is a terrible thing I don't know all the wrestlers I'll admit it I just don't understand this stamping on the elbow finish that's never been a finish in wrestling pin yep submission yep stamping on the arm, no. And the referee is so outraged by this, he's the one that calls it off. That doesn't make Shayna Baszler like a killer. That makes the referee look stupid. Now, Shayna Baszler does look like a killer because Shayna Baszler's the best. But I don't get it. And it doesn't make me think that Shayna is any more devastating than she already was. I mean, if I've seen wrestlers pull quads, break arms, break necks, and they carry on wrestling. But now we've got something, again, this is storyline. In real life, I think if there's any proper injury, we should just stop the match because why the hell not? But now within the story, if Shayna Baszler stamps on your arm, <laughs> that's it. That's what the rule book says. If Shayna Baszler stamps on your arm, the match will be rendered done. It makes no sense to me. I find it really, really baffling. It'd be fine if it was happening in all the matches. And I get this is proper wrestling nerd stuff. Yes, it is. But that's, I can't help my brain, what direction my brain goes in. And that's what my that's the direction my, my brain goes in. A shout out to Sean as well, who actually joined the YouTube channel, which you can do. There's a little join button down there, and if you do do that, uh, you get access to my weekly Q and A's, which you also do on the Patreon. Uh, so you can hit the join button and make sure you keep up for the community feed, just for members only. And again, Patreon.com/simon316. forward to Simon at 316. That's how I'm able to do all of this. Thank you just so much for everyone who joined up this week. And Sean says, greeting to you, Mr. Miller. You're looking mighty fine at this time. Well, that's very kind. Hope you have a great day. I'm going to chill and just into your video before absorbing my life into Minecraft." world good for you Sean isn't that the coolest thing about everything that's going on at the moment I mean there's nothing really cool about it but we're literally being told staying at home will save lives so you can do things like that it sounds good I hope you enjoy it Uh, so yeah I didn't understand that Charlotte Flair versus Caden Carter I believe was fine it was good uh, I think it's important to have showcase matches for your champions, so the belt doesn't get and forgotten, and then when you are in major feuds, you kind of underline how good the belt was. Problem with Andrade right now, I forgot Andrade was U.S. champion because he's been involved with Drew, which is not a problem, but it's much it's much better when uh, the championship is featured. That's just how I that's just how I see it. Otherwise, it vanishes into dust, and you get an IC situation, IC title situation. Let me get my notes up too. Also, I should have put my phone on airplane mode to to make the most of this power of the internet I have because there was something else Oh, I I just remembered I'll get them up anyway because there'll be other stuff that I want to talk about (laughs) but it just popped into my brain comments super chats tweet me at Simon316 if you're not watching this live I don't care what the hell was that Bobby Lashley and Lana thing I need to know I have I laughed and I laughed and I laughed so in many ways I loved it I mean, A, it was weird because Lana joined her husband in the frame, which meant she was stood just there. That's like me going, oh, I've got a special guest. They just walk in. You'd be like, is that person just stood there the whole time while you talk to us, Simon? That's a bit weird. And then Bobby Lashley flipped one tire and then tried to flip another tire and failed, but then proved he could do it and then threatened that he was going to flip the entire roster. They were falling out last week. They were going to have a divorce. He wanted a new wife. And then he said, actually, if you come flip tires with me, everything will be okay. I need it in the comments. What was that? What was that? And what did you think when it first started? I love Bobby Lashley. I think he is underused. And I think if anybody in WWE watched what he did in TNA or Impact, whatever the hell it was then, they would go, "Ah," oh. But they don't. They just see him as a big war horse, whatever. I mean, he is that. But I think there's more you can do with him. And I don't particularly like this relationship with Lana. I don't know why. It's, I guess it's just it's just run its course. It was kind of okay when the Rusev stuff was going on. It's run its course for me. It, it doesn't. I don't get much from it. But why is he flipping tires? Because the problem with flipping a tire is that if you do a big squat, I can see all the weights. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. If you flip a tire, it just, I know tires are heavy, but it still looks like a tire. Like when he did the bigger tire, it didn't look that much more impressive than the smaller tire. <laughs> That's is my point. What was that? so bizarre so the one of the weirdest things i don't understand who pitched it i don't understand how it made it to air i don't understand what the point was i don't understand why it had three sections i don't understand why lana was there i don't understand why bobby lashley wants to flip a tire i don't have any answers i tried so hard to come up with a reasoning for this nothing nothing shout out to uh bleary athlete 40 did you watch BTE 200? It was awesome. No, that's my weekend viewing. I watch BTE on Fridays. I don't know why. I just have a little pattern set up. Apparently, it could be the last ever BTE. I've heard nothing good things. I heard it's filled with nostalgia, an amazing match between the Young Bucks match, and in inverted commas. I'm looking forward to seeing it. And I think, actually, if it is the last one, what a couple of smart tamales they are. Never, ever let anything kill your thing before it dies anyway not saying it would have died but everything has a shelf life probably like my podcast that i continue to run to the ground but i enjoy it so i don't care but yeah if they are happy to stop it i think that's that's really smart i really really do but no i will watch it this weekend and i will let you know my thoughts uh my man almighty hulk fan 3 is back one more question sorry you don't have to say sorry my friend thank you for the support your opinions are always great to me oh, that's very kind if we still have no fans for a while how would you propose a money in the bank cash in that's a very good question i don't know i was thinking this i mean my initial idea would be to wait until fans are in because half the fun is the reaction you go edge you go Dolph Ziggler you go Jack Swagger whoever you know having that crazy crazy response Daniel Bryan is half the fun and I think much like Drew McIntyre at Wrestlemania as good as it was the fact that he didn't have all that noise it doesn't hurt him it's not his fault but it hurts the moment we've got a year to do it you can even change the rules and say oh it's 18 months WWE's done far worse before I just would hold off. I just would. If you can't for whatever reason, then I would do it away from the performance setter. I'd do it cinematically. I would do it just in a, a unique place. So at least that it has its own story. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not like everybody else's. Because if you if you just go into the ring and people win with no fans, then the fans themselves who are watching at home will equate that with, well, that wasn't the same as Jack Swagger, Dov Ziggler, yeah, blah, blah, Alberto Dorio, simply because you don't have that reaction. So I would do it like that, but I'm hoping that given we have a year I think by early next year we should be okay who knows right i'm speculating massively so i unlike wrestlemania when we just sort of pulled the trigger i would wait unless they have a really good idea and a way to do it i certainly would wait uh, super scion blast and super chat says <laughs> bte 200 show aew has a soul which wwe lacks well i don't necessarily think that's true um i mean AEW is great i love them the jackson's cody uh, Kenny Omega, they do. They they seem like real salt of the earth people. But I think I don't think you can just say that about all of WWE either. I think that's uh, I think that's that's, that's a little bit unfair. But I know what you're coming from. It's been a controversial couple of weeks, of course. Uh, but for me, when Howard Finkel passed away, which I don't know if we talked about, we should talk about it now. We haven't done on the podcast. Yeah, when Howard Finkel passed away, I was kind of like, you know what? Everything that's happened over the last twenty four hours is so bad. But I'm not going to get all oh, negative Nancy about it because again, it's just. It, these things just, just, there's no point there's just no point there's just not and howard finkel to me was you know he probably was the first person i ever saw when i started to watch wrestling you would imagine or at least up there top five because he was the ring announcer if you watched a wrestling match he would have been there and you know i, I think he's the well, the best ring announcer ever of course i massively biased, but it's true i believe that uh, nobody has a bad word to say about him as a proper company guy the more stories that you read and i would strongly uh, advise if you have a bit of cash getting the resting observer from last week to read about all the stories of howard finkel because it's incredible the amount of stuff that he did including something called the finkel report where before anybody else had started working he had sort of scoured the internet and the dirt sheets as they say to get all the information that he thinks management should know about which was blew my mind i never knew anything like that and he just seemed like a really good dude. He just did. I mean, um, a lot of people saying that he was taken off TV too soon because the Vincent Man has this edict that when you are uh, old, you shouldn't be on TV anymore. And it's hard to criticise that too because he he, t- he again he paints himself with the same brush. So I'm like, well, you know, you stand by your own convictions, I suppose, and it's your company. But yeah, Howard Finkel was one of those ones. When I saw the uh, the, the tweet or the news story, whatever I saw it's just like uh, you get that kind of double thing where one I'm very very conscious I never want to try and take away grief from people that are actually grieving you know like family and, and people that knew him but as a fan it, it still gets you do you know what I mean you're like oh man and I guess there's a little bit of selfishness in there as well because you realize about your own mortality and we don't want to get into that but yeah it was just really really sucked it really, really sucked Howard Finkel was the man he was the best me and my friends I uh, would still always say to each other you know at this time because howard finkel would say that at the most inappropriate moments like he couldn't break out of, of ring announcing which obviously is a funny luke Gallo story if you haven't seen it too search for that if again if you haven't but hey man that's life that's life and that's what i mean i'm just going to enjoy i'm going to enjoy wrestling for what it is doesn't mean we can't get into other conversations but we we should also try and enjoy the, the good bits too. So obviously, yeah, your thoughts and feelings and emotions and everything with Howard Finkel's friends and family—it's just got to suck. Especially given the world at large at the moment. Uh, Matt Moore in the super chat says Selena Vega versus Phyllis and Saxton—they were great. I tell you, Selena Vega has—I saw someone say, "Oh, Selena Vega was on the show too much," and I think that's such a disrespect. <laughs> she is. She has taken this opportunity to. We should be given opportunity, right? They've obviously said, look, we need to use you because of whatever. I think she's doing great. I love her new group, even though they're getting kicked ass every week. I don't care. I still like them. I think she does her job well. I think she come across as a believable real person. I really like Zelina Vega. And yeah, when she was on commentary, she just knows who she is. She's great. I'm a big fan. I, I, I have nothing against her at all. Lily 14 in the Super Chat says, Did the Viking Raiders ask for their release? That, uh, then why else were they made to look like jokes? I Look, they were. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I thought they they seemed... It, it, look, some people would have done that and it would have been super cringy. I didn't think they were super cringy. I think they threw themselves into it with enough aplomb that it wasn't so bad. And it could have just be a one-off as well. I need to see what happens next week. But I was surprised about how much hate there was when I went on the internet after watching Raw. So I don't go on the internet until I've um, done my stuff. So yeah. Hey, what do I know? Maybe I'm being too positive. That's fair. Uh, Damn, Lemley in the super chat says, I love a new champion Finkel announcement. Yeah. And that transcended wrestling too. You can see it in all kinds of sports. And some people go, well, that's not very inventive. Doesn't matter. He did it the best. That's the point. Howard Finkel did it the best. Rest in peace, Howard Finkel. You're the absolute... You're the absolute man, and that absolutely sucked. Ricochet and Cedric Alexander also beat Shane Thorne and Brendan Vink on Raw. What the hell is going on with that tag team? What a bizarre... <laughs> we win, we lose. We're here, we're there, we're not there. I like them a lot. I think they're good, but I do not understand this booking. It's not like even 50-50 booking. It's just we'll pull a rabbit out of the hat, and we'll talk to the rabbit. And if the rabbit goes, they win. They go, oh, they're going to win because the bunny said so. So I have no idea where we're going with this, but uh, it was decent. I really, Again, I really really, like, um, I really, really like that tag team. The whole... Uh, recall into lumbar check i thought was awesome i thought that was really really good i, had a, I got a big kick out of that so yeah thumbs up all round for uh, for that by by those two again just finding random nxt guys for reasons we don't need to get into we all know the deal i don't know where they're going to go because they already lost to the viking raiders and i thought the viking raiders were going to take on the street profits but then the viking raiders were in a car and the street profits were just shouting on commentary this week as bianca Belair won her match which I did enjoy too. The Street Profits thing, I think is going to be interesting. You're either going to love them or man, they're going to piss you off because they were loud. (laughs) So I'll be intrigued to see what people thought about that. But look, Bianca Belair, I like that team. I like all these posses that are slowly popping up on Raw. And I like those three together. I think um, think they're good. We talked about Apollo Crews, WWE. Just give Apollo Crews his moment. If it doesn't work this time, make sure it's on him and not you. Stop pulling the rug out from under him. And shout out to Maggie D in the super chat that says, hi, dad. Always a terrifying message to get. I mean, it can't be true. I don't have any kids. But hello to to you. Hello to you as well. Um, I love Liv Morgan versus Ruby Riot as well. I thought it was great. I don't understand why the feud took 700 years to come back onto our television screens, but I'm just glad it's here. I think Ruby Riot is really good. I think Liv Morgan is another underutilized and underrated person. I thought the match was decent. I liked the finish with the flapjack off the ropes, the flat liner off the ropes, I should say. Shit, I think I called it flapjack on... Oh, well, I don't know. (laughs) Um... just awesome, genuinely, genuinely, genuinely. awesome's a bit much, but just fun, and hopefully we actually do something with Liv Morgan now, as opposed to get another few that just evaporates into dust, I don't know whether this one is all said and done, at the moment, the commentators certainly made it seem like uh, it would be, but we will, uh, yeah, we'll find out, we'll find out, but I, I that you, you need to build people up, that when Becky Lynch is done, with Shayna baser which will happen it could be three months four months five months. it could be a year but you need other people and i think both ruby wright and Liv morgan with the right character and the right foundations can easily step into that role maybe harder with Liv morgan because she seems more like a natural baby face to me and that may be a bit of a conflict of styles with becky lynch but a properly built up ruby wright versus becky lynch i'm here for it man i i, I think there's something there so i think we need to tiptoe around that a little bit uh tozawa versus who did he fight i can't remember who he fought andrade I mean, the the only problem I had with it is, like I said, I remembered halfway through that Andrade was a US champion. But I like Tozawa. I think Tozawa, I call him the world's greatest jobber, which probably seems unfair. But I mean as a compliment. I don't want to call him the world's best loser. That does sound good. But as a guy whose job it is to lose to people in WWE, no one makes it look better than Tazawa. He is flipping fantastic and he did it and he did it again here as well. And then yeah, we had the main event with Angel Garza versus Drew and Drew just beat everybody up and just had a good time. I some people seem to be... I mean, some people are already down on Drew McIntyre because, of course, they are. That's a wrestling fan. You've just you got to punch him down eventually. But I think WWE is giving him all they possibly can to get him in a decent position. And I can't get mad at that. I genuinely can't get mad at that. I think it would be it would be unfair. We need to see what's going to happen when fans are back in the arena because that's the best measuring stick. But I'm enjoying Drew McIntyre. I think Drew McIntyre, the dive he did over the top rope with a little somersault was absolutely amazing. That's the kind of thing that will get you a great reaction wherever you go. So yeah, more power, more power all around to Drew McIntyre. Um, I just don't know whether Seth Rollins is the best feud, but we talked about that earlier. Maybe if the story had a little bit more depth to it, it would be good. But really, I'm um, everybody else on the roster, I assumed it would be him. And if Drew McIntyre does beat Seth Rollins, as he said in his own promo, you've just beaten a very decorated dude, which you have. So that probably helps as well. So it's tough to, just tough to criticize this Raw. There's a couple of things I didn't understand, mostly from a personal taste point of view. But on a 180-minute show with no fans, I think WWE's got far better than it. They're not showing any old clips anymore. Uh, I think people are getting better at um, no crowd matches, if that's the, the right term. Again, it's better with fans. There's no. It's like when people say, "Oh, I'm enjoying this game more in co-op." Of course, you are. You're playing with a friend. That's usually what happens. Not always, but usually. And wrestling will always be better when you have people screaming. But while we don't have that, taking all the politics out of it, of course, I think it's okay. I genuinely think it's okay. I, I didn't hate anything that I, uh, I'd seen um i miss rusev (laughs) but that's another story shout out to cody wood in the super chat as well thank you again for the super chats i do massively appreciate them Uh, hey simon don't have a question more of an appreciation of your hard work and dedication stay healthy and keep upping those down that's very kind of you cody uh, messages like that mean a lot to me. So I, I bow my head to you and I just say I appreciate that. I, I will do my best. Uh, luckily, I'm able to do a lot of my work uh, here from YouTube. Uh, lost a lot too. Always like to you know, be honest and transparent, but you know we're making do with, 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 uh, with the bad situation. And again, if you are on my YouTube channel right now watching this live, please hit the like button because uh, YouTube loves engagement and it will stop me getting punished. But more importantly, please hit the subscribe button and go watch more of my other videos. I've decided that I'm going to make a bunch of daft videos for the next few weeks because I may as well. If you don't like them, you can just ignore them but we'll do wrestling videos we'll do fitness videos and we'll do everything in between too but yeah I was watching so many daft videos over the weekend that made me laugh I was like you know what I want to do that As long as it make, I will only put it up if it makes me laugh but yes if you are listening to this and you are near a computer or on your computer of course if you can hit the subscribe button I would greatly appreciate it and that was that that was raw drop me a line in the comments did you like it did you not like it as I look for news in case anything crazy has happened uh, no, because I've already read all of that. So that's fine. I know nothing new is broken, but yeah, if you think I'm wrong, you can let me know in the chat. Or you can let me know in the super chat. I'm happy to have that discussion to say the least, but I think by and large, most people thought it was good. Um, there's nothing, I, I there was something about Sarah Logan, but you know, apparently some of the people that got released, yeah, there's nothing going on. Apparently some of the people that got released, uh, are, Still going to potentially pop up on Raw and SmackDown over the next few months because they have 90-day well severance notices or whatever the right term would be. You can say that's good, you can say that's bad. I don't really know. Maybe they're happy with the work, maybe they're not. Maybe they can say no, I don't know. But that's why Sarah Logan was mentioned a lot last night, in case you were interested. She was going to appear on the show at one point, but then somebody changed their mind. Probably Vince McMahon. This happens a lot. Obviously, Drake Maverick is going to be in the the tournament the NXT are doing. Uh and he's been released. I don't know I don't I don't know if anybody gets hired back but I shrug my shoulders. It, it, I don't like commenting on people that have just been fired, released, whatever, because I feel like they've got enough on without some bald asshole throwing opinions around. I just hope everybody lands on their feet and I hope everyone finds success and I hope everybody finds happiness. I know. It's, you, you, Yeah, fine. That's what I want. So you got to deal with it. A man sure on a super chat says, I believe if you're going to greet the man, the myth, the legend, you should pay proper respect to how much of a sexy bald asshole he is and how his voice is able to soothe even the most savage troll. <laughs> well, that's a very nice message to receive. I don't know whether that's true because I still get a lot of angry messages. People going nuts at me and they've heard my voice, but that's okay. I like engagement. So whether you like me, you hate me, whatever, uh, as long as you're watching and as long as you're responding, I'm all good. But thank you, Sean. That's very, very kind. And I will use that as motivation and inspiration to keep on going. And shout out to Bleary Athlete 40 in the super chat. Uh, who says, if you could create a faction with four members each, From AEW, NJPW, NXT, what would it be? Mine is Pentagon, Rey, Phoenix, Naito, and Andrade. Uh, I think you must have meant to put WWE in there as well. Yes, you would have done. Um, And shout out to all the people in the comments as well who were just saying uh, that they liked Raw. They thought it was good. And apparently Sarah Logan was on main event. Well, that's weird. That seems like a little bit of a slap in the face. You're fired, but come do our show nobody watches. Nah, it is what it is. She may be happy with it. I don't want to say anything. My faction with four members from each. So one from each. Um, although well saying that you've, picked, I'm just going to go. I'm going to assume you want one from each. I mean, AEW, I'd pick Cody Rhodes, person I think is the best babyface in all of the Western lands. Uh, NJPW, I'd pick a Carter because I think he's one of the best wrestlers ever. The way he builds a match is second to none. NXT, I would take Keith Lee, a bizarre faction I've got in it. From WWE, I'd take Kevin Owens. There is my bizarre faction. <laughs> Loads of people in the comments now are saying very nice things about my voice. So I will tell you my voice story, whether you want to hear it or not. I used to get in trouble for my voice all the time because it carries. I don't know whether that comes across on videos or whatever, or if you're listening to this right now on podcast. Again, shout out to the podcast, iTunes, all that nonsense. Just search for it. Apple Podcast, it's called now. But yeah, when I had my first job, I used to sit in like an L shaped office and I'd be at the bottom of the L, if that makes sense. And the reason I was put there is because, again, my voice always carried so much that when i laughed they could hear it at the top of the l and they were like simon you just you just need to shut up i just can't do it my voice i I don't really have a a quiet mode and when i do have a quiet mode it's too quiet so it's uh (laughs) it's one of those things but hey who's laughing now me with my stupid ass voice. So that's very kind. Thank you very much. Uh, in the comments as well. Do you think there will be a messy finish between Bray and Braun as it's funhouse Bray? I think this is a way for Randy Orton to come back and set up a feud with Bray. No, I think Randy Orton and Edge have to do their match in front of a crowd. I think they'll hold off as much as they can. But you're right, if it's too long, that could happen. Um, I don't know about Braun versus Bray. I think there has to be, Yes. You can't give Bray Wyatt the title back. Well, actually, you can give Bray Wyatt the title back so soon. Look, I don't think Bray Wyatt should be anywhere near the Universal Championship. I just don't. I think we've proven that over the last six months. But because Braun Strowman was also never meant to win the thing, you probably can give it back to Bray at this stage. The problem there is when do you take it off Bray? That's where the issue comes. That's why I don't mind the match and actually don't mind the build terribly i thought the opening to smackdown was kind of weird i was going to give it a down but ultimately i gave it an up because it wasn't offensive it was just a bit cheesy and stupid but it still it still told that it told the story which i don't hate i don't hate the story and i think it actually ties into whole bray's remit which is you've screwed me over in the past i shall now come after you so but yeah the match itself i don't know what to do because i think i don't mind braun Strowman losing even though i don't hate him as universal champ uh yeah he's universal champ i actually think that's a that's fine and because he was never meant to win it or even be in that picture, you kind of have an out. But I think putting it around Bray's waist creates a problem that we've already seen. Who does he feud with? How does he lose it? Blah, blah, blah. You know, one of the good things about him not having it anymore is that he could just be acted as, as this entity onto himself, much like The Undertaker. If you go through The Undertaker's world title runs compared to how long he's in the company, like how did he not have more? Well, he didn't need it. And Bray Wyatt doesn't need it. His feuds are more interesting if the title isn't there because it doesn't, you know, give this back and forth of, well, how do we get out of this in the right way? But we'll see we'll see um i love daniel bryan versus cesaro by the way from smackdown <laughs> cesaro's got wwe i, I, I clearly they don't see him as some people see him but in terms of an in-ring talent they must do backflips. man can do anything man can do flipping anything he's ridiculous and um, i shout out to my man matt moore in the super chat and again thank you to all the super chats uh, who's the hacker on smackdown and who attacked champa i thought killer cross attacked champa didn't he Have I made a mistake with that? That's what I thought it was. And who's the hacker on SmackDown? Well, everyone's saying it's Ali. I think it probably would be. Mark Henry wanted to be CM Punk. Don't think it's going to be CM Punk. That is not the way you bring CM Punk back to WWE. Personally, I don't think CM Punk will ever come back to WWE, but that's another conversation. Um, But I think it's going to be Ali. I think it's a good way to bring him back. He was always a bit of, uh, you know, they, they kind of pushed the idea of him being a policeman and a, uh, a good guy you know like a, a morally right guy from the beginning so it kind of fits his character it's a different thing it, it puts a spotlight on him which is important i really like ali so yes i'm going to uh i'm going to say that it's ali a lot of people asking where kevin owens is too uh, well you know due to the pandemic you don't have to work uh you know I, I think that the the edict from both aew and wwe has been if you're not interested in coming to the shows because of the situation then you don't have to and kevin owens has a family, maybe he, I don't know, I'm completely speculating, but if he's made the decision to stay at home, then more power to him. Health has to come first. It just does before entertainment, before wrestling, before money before business health has to come first because without the health what do you without the health what do you have so more power and more respect to kevin owens if he's doing it also like roman reigns for example turned out that roman Reigns' his wife is pregnant uh, six months something like that he's gonna have a baby soon another reason why he probably didn't want to wrestle at wrestlemania if he gets ill and his wife gets ill how the hell that's a far worse burden to live with than i wasn't at wrestlemania and at wrestlemania was so I mean, underwhelming from a spectacle point of view this year. We've already stopped talking about it. Usually we talk about WrestleMania for ages. Again, nobody's fault. That's just the way of the world. Uh, but if Kevin Owens is doing the same thing, no problem with it whatsoever. Uh, Prinny Wesker in the Super Chat says, part of me wants money in the bank to be like the Raid or Dread. Absolutely. Or Die Hard. Have them fight their way up the building with other wrestlers and henchmen getting in the way. Totally. And that's what I mean about the title of this video going back to that, or the podcast if you're listening. You can't give that too much away but hint at it which would explain why we're going to each floor maybe you block off some of the lifts so we have to go up the stairwell and then somebody spills that into the corridor you know really put a lot of ideas into the cinematics into the story as opposed to where we're just going to leg it up to floor one because that's going to make the match longer no but you know have more of a story there only that's what i hope we do anyway so We shall wait and see. But yes, I think that's great. The Raid, Judge Dredd is a good one. uh, And Die Hard 2, which is exactly the same kind of a thing. We should absolutely take inspiration from dumb, over-the-top action movies, whatever term you want to use. Uh, Will John Morrison and The Miz break up following Miz's loss on SmackDown? What will Morrison do next? Well, I thought so. But now apparently the plan is to do another triple threat match with all the tag teams, which does make sense. We had the singles match times one, the singles match times two. So now you've got to have the original triple threat match. So... Uh, if they do do it, I think you do The Miz versus John Morrison as a feud. John Morrison wins, and then I move him up the card a little bit. I think John Morrison has already proved in the couple of months he's been back. He's got a lot left in the tank, and I think people would like him as well. So, And people did want to cheer him when he first returned, but WWE decided not to, so that's what I would do. In my opinion, Braun Strowman should be put as a monster heel for months, so that when Roman comes back, he can be the babyface hero. Thoughts? I like it a lot. I think that's a very good idea. I think it's a very good idea. I would stand by that. I think scary brawn tipping ambulances also is more uh, interesting than smiley smiley what did I do in the back Braun Strowman so I agree who do you think will win money in the bank I think it'll be Alistair Black and Sasha Banks My man Sean in the super chat says the way of the world is the way of the Miller I mean that's definitely not true but I'll, I'll take it anyway because it gives me a nice little ego rub so uh, <laughs> so I appreciate that uh, uh, we'll do it and um, do you think they could just give Bray the title back as he makes them a lot more money than Braun does and with Roman out for a long time Bray is the only top guy on Smackdown it's a fair point uh yes potentially yes actually not the worst idea in the world who he feuds with them i don't know but i guess let's say he does win the title back which is essentially early may we'll call it may if he does win the title back in may and then holds it all the way through for the rest of the year i guess you would consider that a good title run it depends how he loses it again like the goldberg thing wasn't great so i'm not against that either no i'm not against that either Uh, but look it's going to be an interesting time all around i thought smackdown was good I, i thought raw was good Again, lacking something for the reasons that we know. I thought AEW was good, but we talked about that last week anyway. Wrestling is fine right now. The issue is obviously the ratings, but that's because everybody's watching news and everybody's living in... You know, whose life has been normal over the last few months? Even if you're a key worker, and shout out to you, by the way, massive respect, so much respect. Um, Your life's still not the same because even when you go outside, there's less congestion or, you know, you're in a high-pressure environment, a high-pressure situation. Nobody feels normal right now, and that's the same for... for for, for the wrestling, it just is wrestling is far less important than everything I've just said But yeah, until we get back there, it's all up in the air. You can kind of do what you want. Uh, Some people are asking how the t-shirts are coming. Well, obviously, everything we just mentioned, people aren't um, creating at the moment. So I buy in bulk with my t shirts So yes, what I'm going to do is I'm going to sell off my remaining uh, t-shirts, simonmiller.bigcartel.com. You can check that out. There's a link in the description below if you're on YouTube. Uh, But yeah, I'll be doing a sale in the next couple of days or so. I will pimp out a code on my Twitter at simon316. I just thought I'd clear my stock. And uh, don't feel obliged to buy them because obviously people are in financial hardships at the moment. It doesn't matter. And then when we can actually get going again, I'll have a brand new run of t-shirts. So you can keep an eye out for that as well. Uh, do you think New Day will have a long title run? Well, I was surprised that Big E won the championship. I didn't mind it but I I, I don't unless going back to the thing we talked about earlier if we are planning to split the Miz and John Morrison up then that makes sense you need a a catalyst for that and it could tie into the hacker thing too but it going back to the new day where do we go now this has kind of put ourselves into a corner I almost feel like even the Usos winning it would have been a little bit more interesting I don't know I don't know what the plan is but I'd really like the new day so I can never hold anything against them they still entertain me after all these years but yeah very I think do I want them to have a long title run do we put them against the Forgotten Sons, who I forgot about? Which is true. Bill, that was a joke. I forgot about them. Terrible. Uh, There's too much going on. I don't know is the answer to that question, but I'll be intrigued. Uh, what day is the sale? Someone says. I- I'll probably either start it today or tomorrow. Uh, just keep an eye on my Twitter at Simon316. If you don't follow me, follow me now. And I'll just put out a code. It will be something ridiculous. And yeah, I may do buy one, get one free or free delivery something like that i just i just thought let's just get rid of my stock and try and do fair prices on everything so we can get our new t-shirts it's a bit annoyed that spud released that spud one i'm about to read bald asshole 24 7 and it looks like i stole it from him luckily we got it on record that it's not true um uh dag team division is weak somebody says it's not the best but I always hold out faith. Cedric Alexander, Ricochet are awesome. Do you think WWE will realize the potential they have with Liv Morgan and Sonya Deville, or will they waste it? Well, it's hard to say they're going to waste it at the moment. Sonya Deville had that awesome promo on SmackDown. I love that feud. Who knew that Mandy, Dolph Ziggler, Otis, and um, Sonya Deville would be having this incredible thing? I'm really, really digging it. I think it's great. And it all makes sense, too. Like, it, apart from the fact that they, they thought Dolph Ziggler would help fire and desire. That was odd. But no, no, I really like all of that. So no, and Liv Morgan just beat Ruby Riott. We have to wait and see what happens over the next few weeks. If we get a month down the line and we're not really seeing much progression or evolution, then yes, that's the the same. Um... But no, I don't think so at the moment. I certainly wouldn't call it a waste. In fact, I'd say this is the most I've ever focused on Sonya Deville. And again, if you've ever watched my ups and downs videos, you will have heard me say this before. I think it's something that we should do more of uh, going, going into the future. All right, we've got a few minutes left. Ask a bunch of questions and we will do that. Otherwise, if you are watching live now on YouTube, again, 2 p.m. GMT, head over to What Culture Wrestling, give them a subscribe and come join me live for raw ups and downs, including my truly, truly shocked reaction to Bobby Lashley and Lana doing their thing uh, I'll do all my pimping now as well simon316 on Instagram and Twitter if you're only going to follow me on one follow me on Instagram I'm trying to build it up failing miserably but getting there thank you to all patrons this week patreon.com forward slash simon316 I don't get to do this without patrons I don't and you keep coming on board so I just bow my head to you and of course thank you to everybody in the super chat and yeah keep an eye on the uh, on the the merch store simon.bigcartel.com and we will do a big sell over the- the next 20 to 48 hours because why the hell not and talking to merch thanks to pinsandknuckles.com for helping me um for helping me do that and pinsandknucklesmerch.com as well when they're back open i shall place an order with them and we will get these ridiculous new t-shirts i like it a random question do you prefer coffee or tea neither never drunk hot drinks i'm a weird old guy i just drink water because i'm again a weird old guy um i've been wanting a push for sonya for years i think she has a bright future i agree somebody asked me if sonya's doing some modeling I don't know. Maybe if she is good for her. Uh, before Ruby Wright left, she was good. Now she ain't. No, I liked her match with Liv Morgan and I liked her promo beforehand. No, I like both Liv Morgan and Ruby Wright. I, I'm i not against what they're doing with them. Uh, what are your thoughts on Nia's latest botch? Especially, she recently criticized Ronda in hurting other wrestlers. As I said earlier, we don't know it's a botch. Maybe Kyrie Sane said to her, throw me as hard as you can. I'm not saying she did say that. I'm saying I don't comment on mistakes or quote unquote botches until I know what the deal is. Because again, I've seen, so, I've seen so many people react and then it turns out they were utterly wrong. I don't want to be that guy. I don't think it's fair. Not saying you can't. Everyone's allowed their opinion. Uh, if I was Bobby Lashley, I would demand a release after this week's Raw. No, I need to see how this is going to play out. Don't take this away from me. I need to know what the tie are all about. Do you think a newcomer will win Money in the Bank or someone he expected? I think Alistair Black. And I think Alistair Black is the right way, the right guy to do it. As we've said a few times, given that uh, the push that he's had, I think it puts a full stop on it, which would be good. And if Alistair Black does win Money in the Bank, how does he cash in on Drew without turning heel? Well, he can have it for a year. Drew may, Seth Rollins may have it by then um I, I do i do agree that have a heel having the the briefcase is better but i think when you look at the roster alistair black benefits the most and therefore he should have it let's want to get to someone like andrade i wouldn't be massively against that i think andrade's got chops too uh, cm punk is going to be the hacker on smackdown what do you think as we said there's no way 90 million years and if i'm wrong you can come call me an asshole do you think nikki cross is holding alexa bliss back well they're the smackdown tag team champions so no not really um and i think that is do you think bray Wright will be the one to retire the undertaker no no and it wouldn't mean as much now anyway because we've seen uh we've seen that match and second time round again the law of diminishing returns as we know uh, and i that I, I just thank you thank you for joining me again big push thursday twitch.tv forward slash simon miller 316 also on my twitch hopefully tomorrow if i pull my finger out my ass I'm going to start streaming some games on there as well. So if you just want to come and sit around and watch me play games for an hour or so, however long we do it, again, please go and follow and subscribe or whatever it is to twitch.tv. Simon316. I can't have fun. It's my fault. But I can't have enough fun with my Twitch account until I get affiliated. And to get affiliated, you just got to stream for ages. So again, if you haven't followed me on there, please do do that right now. That's where Thursday's stream will be, 1 p.m. GMT. And I'll be doing some game stuff on there. And hopefully when I go live, it, it notifies you. So you can come uh, you can come and, and join in. Um, and Miller, if you've got a tag team partner from WWE all time, who would it be? Triple H or Bret the Hitman Hart or Stone Cold Steve Austin? I couldn't believe it. And, f- and finally, only Kane can retire The Undertaker. Which means Undertaker may never retire. Because right now, Glem Jacobs is running uh, Knoxville County or whatever he does. And he's too busy trying to figure out the global situation, as a lot of people are. On that note, I hope everyone's staying safe. I hope you're dealing with this craziness as best as you can. Uh, and hopefully, I can entertain you just for a little bit each and every week. Again, ups and downs. Live in a second over on What Culture Wrestling. And just thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I always enjoy this. I always enjoy having our chats. We got the sound working. And again, if you're coming back to watch this later, make sure you copy and paste the link so you can watch it live or again over at the podcast. Just search for Simon as Pro Wrestling Show because it will vanish. But thank you so much. And I'll talk to you Thursday. Twitch, 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 Twitch. twitch.